Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He calls democracy messy. Props up the Chinese Communist Party. Praises Xi and his regime known for violent oppression, invests in Chinese military companies. A defector? No. It's BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, the CEO of a major American company who's gone all in on China. Can he be more anti-American? Larry Fink, BlackRock. Taking your money, betting on China. Message paid for by Consumers Research, an independent educational 501c3 nonprofit organization. Log on to www.consumerresearch.org to learn more. You're listening to Underground USA. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the new Substack-based mail-out coming directly to you, circumventing the overlords of Silicon Valley. It's going to become increasingly important as we move forward into the midterms and into 2024. Who would have thought that the gateway to the demise of freedom the oppressive kingdom of totalitarianism would have been through the Prime Minister of Canada. The Canadian government, under the rule of Liberal Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, has frozen the bank accounts and cryptocurrency-related banking platforms of protesters and those who support them in an attempt to end the truckers' protest over COVID restrictions in that country. This move literally cuts off access to the personal monies of the truckers and their supporters under Canada's contentious Emergency Act. The move leaves both the protesters and their supporters destitute, unable to even buy food, with no access to their legitimately owned wealth and without due process under Canadian law. In addition, an injunction, known as a Mariva injunction, was issued by a Canadian federal court forbidding any frozen account, along with a number of crypto addresses, from, by any means whatsoever, selling, removing, dissipating, alienating, transferring, assigning, encumbering, or similarly dealing with the assets listed in the document. A local Toronto newspaper reported that the accounts held under the Mariva injunction could be holding more than a million U.S. dollars, with others estimating that it's much more. One fascist law professor at the University of Ottawa tweeted in a most celebratory tone, quote, Once your bank freezes, you won't even be able to withdraw $20 to buy food, gas, or pay the bills unless you get a lawyer to help you do it. Please act quickly if you have a family to feed. Unquote. Alex Gladstein, chief strategy officer at the Human Rights Foundation, 
took a more measured and legalistic tone, arguing that the injunction does not prevent those affected by the Mariva injunction from interacting with their accounts, but instead threatens them. Quote, Key distinction. In legacy finance, the powers that be prevent them. It's a huge, huge difference because there is a slippery slope to a government mass-freezing bank accounts versus a government having to try and do this process for thousands of individuals, unquote. The facilitation of the confiscation and freezing of the protester and supporters' bank and crypto accounts required an amendment to the Emergencies Act that allowed authorities to classify the protesters as terrorists, thus allowing banks and other government agencies to freeze the assets. It needs to be noted here that while cryptocurrency accounts on centralized crypto exchanges can be frozen for a variety of reasons, this is not the case with independent crypto wallets, which are controlled exclusively by the users. Canada's Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister, Cynthia Freeland, promised in a statement that more accounts will be frozen. While Freeland inferred that the Emergency Act would only apply to truckers, the Act stipulates that bank freezes can apply to anyone directly or indirectly involved in the protests. By the way, Freeland is a muckety at the World Economic Forum. Astonishingly, the Toronto Sun reported that the basis for some of the most controversial measures they've brought to bear merely rely on nothing more than CBC reporting, the Canadian Broadcasting Company. The Canadian authorities have gone so incredibly fascist and totalitarian in their response as to threaten pet-owning protesters that they may never see their animals again if they're arrested. Those who oppose Trudeau's fascist moves point out quite rightly that they would set an incredibly dangerous precedent, allowing the government, and potentially governments of the world, to commandeer the power to cut off a person's finances, be they fiat or crypto, whenever they see fit. Jake Chervinsky, the executive vice president and head of policy at Blockchain Association, spotlighted a chilling reality promoted by Trudeau's actions. Quote, If the politicians you like can freeze the accounts of the protesters you hate, then the politicians you hate can freeze the accounts of the protesters you like. How certain are you the politicians you hate will never, ever be in power again? Unquote. Trudeau's use of the Canadian Emergency Act is the first time the coercive totalitarian tool has been used in a free country and definitely the first time it's been used in Canadian history. The law, which many in the majority Conservative Party in Canada hold a dim view of, grants Trudeau's administration the power to prohibit public assembly, travel, and access and use of specifically declared property for 30 days. That's without Parliament's approval. That specific property, in this use, includes access to one's money. Trudeau's order, one that thumbs its nose at the very idea of due process under Canadian law, orders banks and financial services providers, including credit unions, loan companies, crowdfunding platforms, and crypto exchanges, to stop providing any financial or related services to people associated with the protest. This means that if you were involved in the protests, or if the Canadian government finds out you supported the protests in any way, 
The Canadian authorities can freeze your life savings, strand your money, cancel your credit cards, terminate your mortgage applications, and adversely affect your business loan applications. It means that without due process, the Canadian government can unilaterally and without hearing eliminate you from the banking system. This totalitarian edict includes the targeting of centralized crypto wallets housed on online exchanges. Centralized crypto wallet custodians are the government's control point. Conversely, because the crypto sphere was created in a decentralized manner, because it was created to safeguard an individual's wealth from the manipulative and grafting hands of the world's governments and financial power junkies, it is impossible to stop peer-to-peer transactions of cryptocurrencies outside the centralized exchanges, thus rendering the draconian edicts, like Trudeau's, impotent. The point here is not to take sides, although I personally support the Freedom Convoy completely. It's about alerting everyone about the precedent Trudeau is attempting to set. There can be no doubt whatsoever that what Trudeau is doing is the execution of a trial balloon event to see how willing the people of the world are to accept the enforcement mechanism of the World Economic Forum's Great Reset, allowing governments to, under the weight of law, use access to your wealth, your money, as a weapon of coercion, is allowing them to socially engineer and condition you to their morals, their ideology, their priorities. It allows them to rule you without condition and without any ability to object. As Ryan Sean Adams from Bankless Nation wrote so eloquently in their Substack newsletter, quote, What happens if it's a protest for something I care about? What if it's inflation? or rising energy costs, or social injustice. This time it's their protest. Next time, it's yours. How free do you feel when they can eliminate you from the economy with a mouse click? This is why we need crypto. This is why we need decentralized finance. The banking system should not be a weapon used by governments on their people. We need to be able to lend, borrow, trade without centralized institutions. We need decentralized finance built on a decentralized, censorship-resistant protocol. We need strong digital property rights in the 21st century, and we cannot rely on our governments to provide them." Regardless of what you think about Glenn Beck, I personally find him a great source of provocative information. I strongly and wholeheartedly urge you to listen to his podcast with author James Lindsay. The subject header is How Critical Race Theorists Justify Race Discrimination, but about halfway through they focus on the Great Reset and the nefarious and symbiotic quests of both Communist China and the World Economic Forum. It is chilling and it will provide an understanding of why decentralized finance is not just a luxury, but desperately needed if freedom is to remain a thing in the world. The forces that hold freedom, individualism, liberty, and the opportunity to amass wealth in contempt are not only on the move, 
They're in their final phase to dupe you out of your inalienable rights. We can stop them, but we must learn, come together, act, and rebel against their actions. Time, my friends, is the tyrant here. Our backs are against the wall. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Please sign up for what we do over at undergroundusa.com so we have a direct line to you. It's going to become increasingly important as we go forward. And be sure to like our podcast, leave a comment, pass us on to your friends. It's going to be up to us to get good information out there to everybody and to make sure that their eyes are wide open as we walk into the future. We'll be right back after this. That Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.